0: Hello, and welcome to Tarot Closet Reflections, where we discuss spirituality and tarot for the low-key and undercover. I am your host, Hawthorne. Hawthorne here, so I'm sure many of you will be happy to note that this podcast will be shorter. (laughs) I know my my previous podcasts have been a bit on the longer side, and you know, sometimes it's nice to take a break. Anywho, I asked, and you all, a poll out on instagram asking you what i should talk about next and the topic that one was discussing how i use tarot with my shadow work and then to share some spreads that i sometimes use when doing shadow work let's just jump into some reasons why i use tarot when doing shadow work so so I guess basically we'll start with the study because I'm a research nut and I like studies. But basically there is this doctor named Dr. Art Rosengarten. He wrote the first dissertation on tarot and psychology and later published the classic text on the topic tarot and psychology spectrums of possibility. Um, he is a clinical psychologist with a private practice in San Diego and the ad- adjunct professor in psychology. But basically his study was about, as I mentioned, tarot and psychology and he noted that when looking at the images, particularly in the minor arcana, It is evident that there are so many psychodynamics within them. Anybody who has worked with dreams or symbols can see that these dreams are rich with psychological information and they are excellent illustrations of certain psychological constructs like transference, addiction, emotional eating, many, many other things. Especially, he notes the minor arcana, compatible with the Jungian archetypes and the perennial philosophy which is very important and relevant to in-depth psychology. He goes on to say that there are many different uses for tarot and psycho discovery and it depends on the particular situation and the creativity of the person. Often, the client comes back with all of these rational ideas about their depression, but they don't really have an intuitive connection to what's going on. And by showing the client yourself a picture and being able to point out different symbols within the picture is very useful in that it gives you something to hold on to. It's an alternative to the studious cognitive reframing exercise, which is a very, very word, left brain and word based, and puts a layer between me and whatever the situation I'm focusing on for that time. Also, the tarot. Basically, he also goes into saying that. The symbols and archetypes that are shown in the tarot are universal across many cultures, across many religions, even though tarot has a lot of Christian iconography. Even so, there is still a lot of images and pictures and symbols that most anyone can relate to. And being able to look at these pictures and images can often trigger things in your subconscious and bring them to you. Your conscious mind when you are doing in depth personal work. So, that aside, why I use material is as he mentioned, it triggers my unconscious mind and often brings things to light that I wouldn't have thought of otherwise. Also, tarot it allows me to remove myself from the situation a bit um oftentimes when doing shadow work i and i'm sure others of you have experience where you can get too close because you are looking at yourself and thinking about why you are the way you are it is easy to allow your critic to come in and um make you feel bad so having the tarot you know, the universe. Also, the tarot offers a different perspective I might not have considered otherwise when working with the tarot, especially if you work with spirit kinds, God, whomever, the tarot is a way in which you can communicate with those entities, with those spiritual beings, and they can provide you with an additional insight if you so choose to do that but in and of itself even if you aren't spiritual with your tarot practice in by itself the tarot is its own perspective um and i find that it it can often show things in a different light that you might not have considered before so as with any shadow work On my Instagram, I will post pictures of these spreads, so that way it'll be easier for you to understand Um, and conduct the spreads if you so choose. Excuse me. So please take your time. You do not have to do all of these spreads in one day. You don't have to do any of these spreads um most of these spreads that I have written in my journal here I found on tumblr or in books um the first tarot spread I wanted to point out is one that I like to do when I am focusing on a particular area of my life and um I guess trying to figure out with what the root cause is and how it manifests in my life. So, whatever shadow aspect I have in mind, let's just say, you know, money issues. I always seem to have money issues. Let's just say, for example. So, with that in mind, the first card, what are you afraid to face? So, what about, um, as I mentioned this, I like to use a spread to get a more in-depth look at whatever aspect of myself that I am working on and looking at. Um next, um another spread that I like to use. This is a longer one. Um I like to use this spread whenever I am unsure what I should be working on. Um sometimes when I sit down and do shadow work I already have a topic in mind. Other times I just don't. So this spread kind of helps me get started the first position is what is it about my shadow self that I need to work on the second position is where does this problem stem from and sometimes I pull a clarification card for this position the third position is how do I overcome this the fourth is what is the lesson I need to take from this and then positions five six and seven answer the question what is an unknown factor about this topic that i have yet to realize position eight is what should i do about it position nine what affirmation can i say to get me through this monetary abundance am i afraid to base how does this fear manifest in my life is the second position third position is what does this fear take from you the fourth is what is the root of the sphere. And the fifth is how do you face this fear, And the last sixth position is something that can help you move past this fear. With this, um, definitely, this is one you might want to write down. I like to make bullet points and focus on what I need to remember and do. Yeah. Like I said, I use this spread whenever I stuck and I'm unsure what aspect of my shadow needs attention right now um this is a good spread for finding it out and then finally we're going to talk about an activity that I like to do and a tarot spread to go along with that um because they go hand in hand so the activity I'm sure you might have heard of it but I like to Take a tarot deck. This is a good activity to do, especially if you have a new tarot deck, like one that you just recently bought that you're not familiar with the imagery yet, or either you're just new to tarot. So I like to take the cards. I like to shuffle my deck, get them out of order, um, especially since I've been studying the tarot for quite some time. I've realized that sometimes having the cards all Less effective. Anyways, um, take the deck, look at the images, look at all the images, go one by one, each card, and take note of the two or three cards that give you a visceral reaction. Um, That makes you feel something in your gut. Maybe you might, you know, gasp or something. Pay attention to that and set those cards aside. And once you have set those cards aside you can do this tarot spread which will help you better understand why you might feel this way about this card so the first position is a card that you find difficult to read say for instance the death card the second position is how your past influences how you read card number one three is how your perception of yourself influences how you read card number one four how others in your life influence how you read card number one five what can this card card number one teach you about your past what can card number one teach you about your self-image And then number seven is what can card number one teach you about others and um yeah like i said i like to do this activity maybe once or twice a year especially when i'm doing shadow work and i've realized that depending on where i'm at in my life what situations been going through recently it kind of changes the card like the card that I have a reaction to. Um and yeah that's just interesting to note you know it's not always gonna be the same card every time. Also a good thing to note is the artwork too. Take note of the artwork. How has the artist chosen to draw that particular card and what about their depiction of that card might cause you to have such a reaction um take note of the symbols in that card what symbols the color scheme and how that might play into it too Uh, if you're into color theory look up the meanings of the colors you know what does red mean what does black mean what are those typical meanings associated with those colors and how that might affect how you view that card. These are basically the main tarot spreads that I use whenever I sit down to do shadow work. As I mentioned, it's a shorter one today. Nevertheless, I hope you enjoyed this podcast and you'll join me here next time. Don't forget, you can always connect with me on Instagram. If you ever have any questions or if you'd like to see pictures of these spreads i'll post them there also let me know if there are any uh, topics that you're interested in hearing about i'll be happy to incorporate that into some of my podcasts going further and lastly please take the second the moment to like this podcast or give it a five star rating depending on which platform you're on This is just so that the algorithm knows that people like my podcast and other people might enjoy listening to it too. Once again, I hope you have a wonderful day and a great rest of your week. again i'd like to thank you for joining me on tarot closet reflections if you have any questions or would like to connect with me further you can look for me on instagram at tarot underscore closet underscore reflections there i'll often post my daily tarot draws as well as other topics relating to tarot and spirituality I'd love it if you'd connect with me and comment down below. Share with me any ideas or tips that you might have to better this podcast. As with anything, I hope that this podcast will spark some discussion. Perhaps answer any questions or give you useful advice in your own spirituality for tarot practice. As with anything, take what resonates and leave the rest behind. I am your host, Hawthorne. Have a wonderful day or evening.